It's no secret that writing can be lonely work, but does it really have to be? Whether you're full-time, part-time, or just starting out, you'll get insights into the tricks, tips, and production habits of writers from every level of the biz. From best-selling authors to those launching their first novels, you're sure to be in the company of friends as we encourage great writers to divulge and share their secrets. This is The Great Writer Share Podcast with your host, best-selling author, Daniel Wilcox. Hello and welcome to episode number 80 of the Great Writers Share podcast, where every week we hijack an hour or so of time from some of the kindest and hardest working writers around today to join us on the show and discuss everything that makes them tick, raw and bounce. My name is Daniel Wilcox and today I am joined by your entire cohort of Great Writers Share hosts. So one by one, introduce yourself. I'll let you guys pick the order. Go. <laughs> uh, I'm Holly Line. I'm Faye uh, Trask. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Faye. Uh, I'm John Crennan. Beautiful. How are you all doing, guys? Are we, uh, have we had a good writing week? John, you go first. I'll direct you this part. <laughs> yeah, see, we don't know direction, Dan. This is a I problem. Yeah, I, yeah, I've had a pretty good writing week. Um, I've been working on uh, doing something a little bit different. I think I mentioned it in one of my last intros. Uh, I've been working on a TV pilot so a screenplay and it has been very tough i've been working on it for months and months myself and my co-writer and uh i've just gotten to the point now where i'm so close to the material that i have no idea what i'm doing i have no idea if what i'm writing is good but it feels as i said to you guys before we started recording it feels not bad so that's the best I'm going for. And it has been like, I've been completely schooled by writing this. It's been a learning experience. Um, and I'm approaching the the sort of deadline, the self-imposed deadline that we have. So we have a month left and we're just entering into the final, final, final draft. And I'm feeling good about it. So that's been my writing focus for quite a few weeks, but definitely this week too. Have you found script writing in any ways improved or you, you think might have changed how you see prose when you come to the page? I'm sure it will. It does make you, um, the the writing is a lot more immediate, which, which I like. Um, and obviously it's very visual. Uh, I actually came to writing short stories and, and, I, and I guess books uh, through screenplays. That was what I was doing first. I wanted to be a screenwriter originally. I had a couple of scripts that I was working on and I just, as a younger writer, didn't understand how to go from what was in my head to a Hollywood movie. The, the long road to, ho to Hollywood felt very long from the small town in Scotland that I was living in at the time. So I, then I started writing short stories and I gradually just like lean more towards that. And it's only recently in the last couple of years that I've thought, no, that's, that's kind of my first love. Screenwriting is my first love, and, I, and I'm kind of returning to it. But they definitely influence one another. They're definitely different muscles as well. Um, and like we were saying as well before we hit record, I am looking forward to writing some prose fiction again soon. But right now, I'm just one gear, and it is just it's just screenwriting. I don't think I could do it until I finish this. And that's my my focus. Nice. How about you, Holly? Yeah, this week has been um, pretty hectic because I had a book on like up for pre-order and all the files had to be up on the retailers by the end of today. So this week was a bit frantic, but um, yeah, it's all done. And 
I can just kind of kick back and relax a bit now and um, maybe tell people about it. Um. <laughs> oh, why would you do that? <laughs> but it went smoothly, yeah. yeah? Sorry? It all went smoothly so far. Oh, yeah, so far. Oh, touch wood. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> stuff can always go wrong. But, um, yeah, so that's um, uh, a novella that I'm putting out. It comes out on the 25th. And... Um, yeah, and then I don't know. Then I have to start thinking about what's next. <laughs> what do you think is next, or have you literally no idea at the minute? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just in that. Just yeah. Let the fog clear first, and then yeah, yeah. I'm see too, what comes next. <laughs> too deep in the weeds of this book, so I need oh, to. A running thing here. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and how about you, Faye? What are you working on? I am deep in editing blood legacy and i'm so excited like i i'm maybe chapter six in edits right now but i'm so engrossed and just in the world that i feel like i've been living it for years (laughs) so it's going good i'm excited for it to come out this summer Mm And you've got anything out right now that people might want to download? Not to put you on the spot. Well, now that you asked. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's because you don't want them to know or if you just hate self-plug. I just didn't think we reached that point yet. (laughs) Hmm? Uh, Yeah, I have the prequel called Breaking the Bond uh, available for download. You can find the link on my website, faytrask.com. Sign up to the mailing list, get your free copy, dive into the world with me. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Make it happen. Nice. Yeah. And I, I I don't know what I've been doing this week. I have been working on stuff and doing things and that's all that needs to be said. It's I, just I, all I, a blur. <laughs> it's all a blur. I mean, um, it's been a mix of I'm um, coming up to finishing the second edit of a nonfiction that I've been working on called The Self-Publishing Blueprint. And um, that kind of came about very very last minute i started like conceiving the idea about a month ago um but i put together like a 16 page pdf that i was giving away on my website and i'm still giving away on my website for anyone that wants it um which is basically the overview of sort of the primary touch points of what you need to self-publish a book so obviously you know everyone's journey is different you can find different platforms everyone can sort of take their own spin on what they want to do with self-publishing but there is a certain fundamental structure of what you need to be aware of in order to publish your book. And the more people I speak to, the more I find that that seems to be one of the biggest obstacles when people are starting to write their book is it's not just getting the words down on the page. It's then like that overwhelm of, but I know I need to do this, but am I forgetting something in between? So I've tried to address those points, fill in some of those gaps um, in in the way that I know how, which is to write a book on it. Um, and I, I don't know when the release date is going to be for it yet, but I do think it'll probably be fairly soon because um, that's just one that I... Yeah, I feel fairly, I've enjoyed writing it. I feel fairly confident in what's been said. So I'll probably get it out to some readers, see if there's anything missing that's sort of fundamental or that I might have totally screwed up um, and then see if I can get that out to to people. But that's been a lot of fun to write. And then I've had a lot of, a lot of sort of behind the scenes discussions with lots of <laughs> groups of people this week, um, which is as much as I can say on that. But there's quite a lot simmering below the surface for Devil's Rock, for other things i'm working on um so yeah it's been a it's been a busy one um but yeah obviously for people who are listening to this you might be thinking 
it's rare that you get, you know, all four great writer share hosts together. And you might be uh, realizing that the format might be slightly different to the normal shows. And that is because we do have a bit of an announcement to make, um, which is that this will be the last show of the great writer share for the foreseeable future. Um, I'll just take a second to let that sink in. Let's just have a moment. Silence. Have a moment. Just. <laughs> but yeah, we, um, so we're, you know, this is episode 80 of this podcast. Um, we've been, well, I've been going since t- summer 2019. Um, obviously the show's got history. We reached episode 15, obviously introduced these guys. Um, and we've reached a point sort of unanimously in which we're all very, very focused, as you could probably tell from that intro on a, a lot of different projects. And, you know, it's one of those things where, um, it just came to be that we reached this point together where we've all just said, we're, this is a bit too much for us all to work on. We love doing the show. We love speaking to other writers and giving that content out there. Um, but we want to sort of narrow down on, on the things that really, really are our passions. And on top of that for me, and I'll let obviously you guys, I'm sure will have sort of more to say on this from, from your perspective, but particularly for me, um, I've seen a lot of these kinds of podcasts come and go. Uh, I've been in, this will be my second one to so the story studio around the 50 episodes. And that was with Luke from 2016 to 2018. Um, I think that maths works. Yeah. We took a couple of weeks off here and there. Um, but there are, there are a lot of shows which sort of discuss the background of people's writing lives. There are people that are doing sort of cracking jobs with their own spin on it. And uh, yeah, I think that, you know, there are other people that you can find that can take that sort of role. Um, but, but for me, I'm, I'm ready to sort of dive into a couple of other projects and, and, and hit the ground running. I don't know about, let's go, Faye, over to you. Me? Oh, boy. <laughs> I just want to point out that we are all wearing black because this is not actually a happy occasion. We are in mourning because we didn't want to end it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, words first, right? <laughs> yeah. We are writers. That's mm-hmm. that's what I got. <laughs> Holly? Yeah. Um, it's very much the case that and um, because I have another podcast as well, I had got to a point where I was spending way more time podcasting and marketing and doing admin than actually writing. And something had to go because what's, you know, I, I'm a writer first and foremost. So I want more time to write. And as sad as this is and how I'm going to miss you guys and I'm going to miss doing the interviews and everything. Um it's yeah the words have to come first John yeah um yeah I think a lot of people I certainly didn't before I started doing it realize how much time goes into putting together a podcast episode it it can probably feel because a lot of the time the conversations are very natural that two people just jumped on a on a Skype call or jumped in you know jumped out just around a table and got out some mics and and started recording but there's so much that goes into it and I have a lot of respect for anyone who does it and I love doing it it is so much fun to connect with people my life has changed in wonderful ways ever since I started podcasting Mm. Um, I've met so many great people yourselves included all through podcasting I have made friends for life and it has been a wonderful experience but yeah, you guys said it. I'm a writer first. And I've always felt a little bit funny having, you know, writer, podcaster in my bio, because podcasting is is, is fun, but it just 
it's just not my focus and it ha and i have to remember when yeah when you start spending so much time uh doing something and it's taking time away from the thing that you, you know you should be doing and the thing that you're talking about because we are, are writing podcasts and we're talking about you know getting in the daily words and at the back of my head sometimes there are certain intros that i'm recording and i'm realizing i've done way more podcasting this week than i've done writing but i'm still giving you a writing update um it's basically saying you know yeah this is this is where we're at now we we realize we've we've all got stuff that we need to focus on and not talking for everyone i'm certainly that's very very true for me um i don't know i don't think i'm f done with podcasting I, I don't really have another show um that i'm going to um myself and zoe i guess infrequently record a podcast called a nice chianti but i wouldn't say that that's anything like a focus and we just do that when we when we have the time and that's the difference isn't when it, between it's between the scheduled and they're yeah. sort of just sporadic when you want to. I think once you make it a fixed thing every week and, you know, you've got an audience waiting, like obviously all you guys who have been listening to the show since the beginning, um, yeah, that's that's sort of where some of that difficulty comes in because with a nice canty, like you say, it's more sporadic. It's kind of like when you want to, whereas if it's rolling into a thing that you do every week, it then accumulates a lot more workload with it. Yeah, and it's setting expectations, right? Like I think a show should have a regular release schedule but a nice Chianti isn't a show <laughs> it's just a completely selfish thing that me and Zoe do occasionally and um, it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> well I appreciate that thank you it's because mostly because we're drunk quite drunk drinking red wine when we do it so you can laugh at us if not with us but um yeah it's just it's exactly I'm just parroting what everyone else has said just podcasting takes an incredible amount of time and you want to be putting out good stuff and you don't ever want to feel like you're rushing out podcast episodes because so many of these episodes that we put out on great writer share are like they're pretty evergreen a lot of the stuff mm -hmm. that's in them mm -hmm. and if it feels like you know my focus is going to start getting pulled in other directions then that's you know the the quality could go down if we kept going so it was important to that we had that conversation and I think mm. I think we are making the right decision yeah 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 absolutely and you know we've had this will be episode 80 so we've had a whole swathe of of episodes of amazing guests um do you have any sort of particular highlights from your time on the show anyone who kind of like any conversations that stick out I'm always I'm always reticent to say like favorites because we've had some wicked people on the show and it's not it's not on us to rank them but any sort of particular highlights or moments that have, have stuck with you Let's go Faye this time. Um, yeah, I had one guest in particular that I could have talked to hours for because she had such an amazing life and she's still just killing it. Um, name drop, I guess. Lucinda, if yeah. you're listening, I could talk to you for hours. You're awesome. <laughs> She had a very, uh, very, very colourful life. Oh, yes. There's a lot oh, you could have yes. gone into on that one. Yeah. How about you, Holly? Um, yeah, Chris Allen, who um, is a little bit of a cheat because he's an old friend, but um, we hadn't spoken in years. So, like, getting the chance to catch up with him is, was amazing. And, um, yeah, his... Again, it was one of those... The conversation was just so easy and he had so much value because um, he he's a games writer and 
um, just just that, you know, a little bit different, you know, a bit of a different background, um, but so, so interesting. And I realised how little I actually knew about what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, I, I love that. And I could go back and listen to that episode over and over. I think it's, I'm really proud of it. So yeah. That was a really good episode. I, I remember yeah. that one that stood out for me as well. He was a great guest. Um, for me, I don't, I don't know. Like all my guests were so generous and great in their own way. But I was thinking about if there was any highlights. I uh, have, have a few, but and one of the ones that I'm going to say is a, a lot of our uh, when we all got together. So we had a New Year's one. The four of us. I, I love doing. We obviously do the monthly Patreon ones. I like. Yeah. I like it when there's. I, I love one to one conversations and all my guests I can look back on fondly and they were all fantastic but I love it when a lot of heads get together and sometimes you're talking over one another and it's a little bit chaotic so for that reason uh the great writer scare that mm. we recorded at 4am well yeah it was <laughs> like so much fun one. Because there was so, it was, you know, myself, Dan, you were on there, uh, Michael David Wilson, Bob Pastorella. Um, And yeah, exactly like you said, it's memorable in my head, not just for the content, but also because we were in three different time zones. Bob was in Texas, Michael was in Japan, we were both in the UK. And the only time we could get that would work was us getting up at, yeah, Mm 4am. I think we hit record at 5am, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But we started obviously prepping at four and I was just kind of delirious for a lot of that. Even though I do like the 5 a.m. starts, you're not you're not on at 5 a.m. Right. I can get up and do a 5 a.m. start <laughs> and, you know, I'll sit down and I'll look bleary eyed and I'll just be a mess and I'll have my cup, my cups of coffee next to me. And I'm writing and I'm just like curtains are still closed. I'm still like cave cave John, you know, but when you're getting up. <laughs> At that time, and you're on camera, and you're recording a podcast, and everything you're saying, it's it's a totally different ballgame. So I, I um, I remember that being kind of nerve wracking, but so much fun, and yeah, it definitely was a highlight for me. Yeah, and just happening, it timed really well because the minute I pressed uh, stop and record on that one, my son woke up. So it was, it was literally like a minute later, he was coming down the stairs and I was like, oh, we timed that perfectly. Also, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, I think for me, yeah, there's, there's been, again, so many. Um, episode 50 was a perfect example of what this show could kind of bring because obviously that one we brought back a load of the old guests to give their bits of advice for 2020, um, 2021, I, for that stuff ahead um and then obviously we introduced you guys as well so it's like a big episode in terms of like just keeping the momentum rolling all the all the people coming together we had we had some fun and it was really really fun to obviously like drop you guys into the madness and get you guys rolling as as hosts um i think in terms of individuals i think i mean yeah again they all they all stand out a couple sort of standouts for me just because um it's always nice when you have a guest on that you hope is going to be like fun to speak to. And then they just, you know, exceed your expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, one of those was Jonathan Jans. He was just for a horror writer who writes phenomenally awesome and dark books. He was just an absolute delight. He was down to earth. He was a human, you know, he was, you know, there was just a lot of, of substance there to go into. Um, but then you look on the other side of the spectrum and uh, brought on Drew Starling, who is a very sort of early hot uh, author in his career. And, um 
the only reason I got him on the show was because he kind of just reached out. He was very polite in how he was approaching stuff, very, very new to the whole whole game. And I was like, this is a perfect example of someone who can show what it's like to be hungry without being a dick. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, so bringing him on and obviously giving him a, a chance to sort of promote the stuff that he's working on. Um, and yeah, you've got like Joanna Penn, Toscali, like just everyone. Is, yeah, it's just, it's, it's all been fun. But um, I do think, like you say, John, some of those group episodes... Like it's just fun when you get riffing, you get the dynamic. The more the more heads there are, sometimes the sort of more wild it can be. Mm. Um, less so at five a.m., but I think we managed to make it happen somehow. So I'm yeah, just a big was... fan of chaos too. I like it when people start like you don't know who's going to go next. When things yeah. just you know when it's just one on one, starting on. But I like it when you inject that little bit of chaos and things can go wrong, and it, that's fun for me. So. Yeah, that's why what... I love the Patreon Q and A so much because oh my gosh, <laughs> What do you think um, you're going to take forward from having done this podcast? Is there anything you've picked up from like a previous guest or anything just from sort of the experience of podcasting that you're going to take forward with, with your writing? Hi. Uh, yeah. Um, so um, I interviewed uh, Mark Watson just uh, a few weeks ago, that episode went out and my conversation with him was really, really um I had some epiphanies. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, and because he does not believe in goal setting, and that's there's like, one behind you. I, I wrote the book on goal setting, um, <laughs> literally. And, <laughs> but it so it was really, really, really good for me to talk to him and get a different perspective. And I really, really liked his approach and. He is like me, he's multi-passionate, he has a lot of things going on in his life. And so his attitude to writing, I think, kind of rubbed off on me a bit. And um I'm definitely like going forward this year and with the time I'm gonna reclaim from not doing this podcast anymore, it actually isn't necessarily gonna go on writing because I have other things that I wanna do and I wanna spend more time with my family and um you know yeah so I I'm looking for more balance I think more I hate I hate that it's such a cliche but um I want to engage more of my passions and mm-hmm. and do other things with my life so yeah Which you have a right to do yeah good answer how is John so this is a difficult one for me but because I am sure I've taken no lessons. This has taught me nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that I've picked up lessons, but I just sort of absorb them and I won't remember exactly, or I'll get it wrong if I try and say, oh yeah, I spoke about this with that person because I, I think, I think you learn, I think you can learn from everyone. So I've definitely learned from all my guests. I, Mm. I I think I learn from everyone in my life, everyone that I meet, you, you learn something. And um, so maybe my answer to this question is the, the best thing that I've taken away from it is every time I jump on a call with a writer or I jump into like one of our Patreon things or I jump on Zoom with you guys, I always come away pumped up and inspired to then go off and write my own stuff. And I think that's like probably the best thing that I can take away, you know, because you can you can be kind of drained you can kind of get bummed out on writing sometimes and really not not be into it or have doubts about your writing and then when you 
hook up with someone not like that like but let me know on zoom uh you know you <laughs> had to had to lower the tone that's, that's my job here so uh when you link up with someone that's perhaps a better way to put it uh, and have a chat with them and talk about writing and talk about making and um and and just talk to someone who's who's in the trenches doing the same thing that you're doing i always come away inspired and and i just get like that i get topped up and then I can go off and write and do some more. And, you know, I'll totally miss that for sure. Hey. I'm going to miss. Uh... The newest vacuum and mop robot from Ecovacs is DBot N8 Plus. It is an all-in-one vacuum with Osmo mopping system that allows for simultaneous vacuuming and mopping and eliminates 99.26% of bacteria on the floor. It cleans more effectively with true mapping technology, so you get more coverage and do not miss a repeat spots. Buy DBOT N8 Plus at ecovax.com now. For a limited time, get 10% discount using code ECOVAX10. John's zombie apocalypse plans. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take that. I'm just going to keep that because, oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I've learned so much from all the guests, all the patrons. Just it's it's mind blowing how much stuff that you can take from one conversation and be able to apply it, especially in my position where I'm technically besides my prequel, I'm still unpublished <laughs> prequel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but even in my position, you can still take that information and put it to help you and not just be like, well, that will help me in five years. It's like, no, I can implement that now. I, I will never forget any of that. Hmm. Yeah. I definitely think, yeah, I agree with all of all, all the things you say, um, particularly with, with John as well. There's so many authors that even if they're not in your genre, I think the thing that, you know, unites us all is the fact that we're writers and we're creatives and we make art. And for people who who do that kind of thing, there's a certain, like, there's, there's something, there's, an, there's a, hidden, a hidden language that unites everyone. So no matter medium, genre, everyone I've spoken to, it's just been an absolute delight to kind of go into that process and see what it is that excites them because then you can take elements of that, give it a go in, in your process. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I think it's so it's so much for me, it, it's, it, it benefits me so much more than obviously just sitting alone in a room and writing because you're actually going out there and seeing what other people are doing. And I remember what, particularly when I started my writing journey, the first you know six months, it was just, it was literally just me. And like, even my partner at the time was like, um she was supportive but not in as much as like she actually knew anything of what was going on so it was just me it was a keyboard it was just go and uh you you struggle a lot of the time along the way and that's why we've got it in the actual intro to the show that writing can be lonely work but does it have to be and the answer for me is like no because mm-hmm. even if you don't have a podcast and you're not speaking to people just the act of reaching out to so many of the, these authors 90 percent of the time people are wonderful but final 10 percent of the time it's people are busy and that's okay so just absorbing bits and pieces. Um, I realized I forgot to mention in uh, highlights, Josh Malaman, fucking amazing. Absolutely love speaking with him. I was surprised that you didn't actually yeah. mention just, <laughs> just slipped. This, I, is all, this is all too overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to jump in because I, I think that's out of, I mean, so many great episodes, but I think that was just 
such a fantastic episode. I, I go back and re-listen to that one, which is not something I do with a lot of podcasts, but no, it's so good. Something I felt something magic happened in that episode. Just he, the way that he expresses, you know, art and talks about um, prolifics and the different mediums and everything. Like that that conversation, I think, very easy could have just been about you know Bird Box and everything else that he does, which you know we touched on, but like we just we just drilled into the core you know what it is what is it to create art and, and be a writer and everything else as well um and yeah like i've i've podcasted now since 2016 which seems absolutely ridiculous because me <laughs> me and luke did the story studio podcast and i'd never podcasted before that that crap was terrifying i remember the first like <laughs> 10 episodes just literally if you if, if anyone ever listens to those old episodes it's just me very much trying to be quite professional about all the things. And you can see, see the slow devolution of Dan over time where he's just like, ah, fuck it. Let's just, you know, be the real person. And weirdly enough, people respond better when you're real. Um, but there was an episode that I remember in the story studio uh, with Keelan Patrick Burke, who's a horror author who does wonderful things on, on Instagram. And he's just a brilliant writer. And um, I, I genuinely was therapized by him on the air because we got in like it wasn't planned but we got into a conversation about sort of like commercialism versus passion and like you know at what point do you draw the line between doing something for them doing something for you and uh, like I just remember in that episode he started asking me questions and I just froze like <laughs> while I was processing stuff and it was really really interesting but you get nuggets of that in pretty much every episode there's always a moment I'm sure you guys have had where like you've got your next question lined up and you're like oh no I need to ask this because this will really really help me and podcasting really for me it helps accelerate learning a lot of the lessons that would have taken you years to learn because you know you're bouncing out of other people and just absorbing through osmosis yeah the best thing is when a guest gives you an answer to your question and you're sort of stunned into silence mm -hmm. and you, yes. you just in, in your mind you're kind of like trying to move on to the next part of the conversation <laughs> but you're just you can't stop thinking about it Mm -hmm. like that thing that they've just said because it was such a perfect answer and it hasn't quite formed a question in your mind yet but you know this is all dead air if I don't say something I've got to, I've got to fill it and I've edited out a couple of moments like that um yeah. I think there was a moment with V Castro my first guest that she had an answer and I'm, I'm not going to embarrass myself for trying to remember it but I think I remember I had to edit out just a moment where I was like oh yeah that's a that's a fantastic <laughs> answer that it took me a minute to get back into mm podcast host mode or even just tiny parts where it just flips your process like someone's yeah. like well why don't you try this and you're like why haven't i done it like that <laughs> like, it seems so simple <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so we we need those people like my cousin is <clears throat> one of those people because i was talking to her way back when like i wish i could just write she's like why don't you just do this and i'm like what <laughs> what do you mean that's a thing <laughs> and now thanks to that blood legacy is almost done there you go yeah. there you go i will um i also kind of want to pick on Faye a little bit as well just for one question which is you know because holly's experience in podcasting before she obviously does the unstoppable authors podcast with uh angeline i'm not gonna say the second name because i always get it wrong uh and obviously john you've got a nice Chianti. you've had the john crinnan podcast Faye, you are brand new to this what has it been like going from writer to podcaster how have, you, how have you found that oh with the heavy hitter uh, <laughs> i i genuinely 
love podcasting. I think it is great. I love meeting new people and talking about common interests. But like the first, first like two or three, I was nervous as could be. And then now I'm kind of into it. But I, I think just the way I am, I like how we do this, the four of us and talk and exchange because we feed off of each other where you get a guest, no matter how awesome they are, you're just building that relationship with Mm -hmm. them. You're like, Oh, I could go so much farther into this, but we're constricted with time limits and all that. And it's, it's been a whirlwind. I do hope to get into podcasting again down the road. Probably like I'm probably a year or so out. I got to renegotiate some things first. <laughs> um, definitely want to get blood legacy out. And that is my top priority. So mm. I hope you don't mind me saying as well, but for, for people who are unaware, like this, this wasn't phase plan to start yeah. like, jumping into all this. I saw like, I'm in a couple of groups, the same as you. And I saw you drop somewhere about potentially some point down the line being a podcaster. And it was, it was time, NLA. It's all it your was, fault. <laughs> <laughs> and it was around the time I started looking for like more hosts. And I was just like, I dropped Faye a message and went, you interested? And she went, sure. <laughs> and I, I, I have to say like, you have done an amazing job of speaking with all the different Thank guests you. as well. To go from like nothing to jumping into that kind of um, format, you've, you've done well. So it's it's been really, really nice to see your journey. Thanks. So with this, been a pod- blast. <laughs> with this podcast on the way out, um, obviously for people listening, they might want to, you know, have a few other suggestions of writing podcasts, maybe just other podcasts within our circles of interest that might be of interest to them. Um, so, you know, what, what suggestions do people have? I'm going to straight away steal one and just say unstoppable authors with <laughs> Holly and Angeline. Angeline Trevina. Trevina. There you go. <laughs> yes. And in fact, mumble that, Dan, mumble it. <laughs> Angeline Trevina. <laughs> When this airs, sorry, Angeline. I believe, I think, if I've got my dates right, in three days' time will be our two-year celebration episode. Nice. So, congrats. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's that's been a journey as well. And you guys have been on this podcast talking about your podcast. How freaking yeah. met is that? I know, like <laughs> way back. It was like episode eight or something. I think it was. Yeah, it was early. It yeah. was early. Yeah. yeah. How about you, John? Um, so the the podcast that it the revolves around writing that I listen to and really try not to miss an episode that isn't great writer share uh, that is going to continue is this is horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Mike, well, I've already mentioned Michael David Wilson, Bob Pastrella, because they were they joined us for Great Writer Scare, which really was great writer share meets this is horror it was like a crossover episode um and the stuff that uh they're doing over on this is horror and i realize there's going to be people listening to this who are not horror writers and they will immediately <laughs> check out of this answer but the one thing i Thanks. will say is give it a chance because yes it is about horror they interview horror writers but it's it's about it's about all of life it's michael is such a fantastic interviewer i'm very uh grateful to be able to call him a friend i've learned so much from him about how to not not even interview people but just how to have a conversation he is such a great host bob is great too obviously um but michael uh uh recently 
relatively recently it was a little couple of months back now he uh solo interviewed chuck polinick yes phenomenal episode it's basically like a master class in how to how to interview someone on a podcast it's phenomenal it is a phenomenal episode and uh he brings that same level like everyone he just researches like i was saying earlier how it takes so much time to put these things together it's really not just the case yeah, I, he's one of jumping on a I call figure out where he finds the time to make this <laughs> he, yeah he does so so much i actually uh before we, we we kind of became friends after i invited him as a guest onto my first show um which was called the john crinan podcast it's no longer around but you can still find the episodes online um he actually went into because this was one of the pressing questions that i had about him was just how do you fit all this in what does your research look like for a guest because he will just throw out the most obscure fact about this person and so often i've been listening to the show and a guest will just say how do you even know that about like they don't understand how he knows that about them uh, and uh, yeah uh, so i it, it's one of the few podcasts because i listen i love podcasts i listen to a lot but there's only a few because there is just so many out there mm -hmm. so many great shows out there there's only a few that i can really honestly say that i try and listen to every episode and this is horror is absolutely one and yes the interview horror writers but it is about writing in general it is about how to live it is about everything and the conversations will go to places you don't expect about mental health it's about everything that's just important about being a creative and i i think it's i cannot recommend it enough fame I agree. I've actually listened to a couple of the This Is Horror podcast, and I love it. It's hilarious. Go listen. Um, personally, I listen to NLA and Rebel Author because Dan is the devil and Sasha is Queen of Villains. So, you know, why not? <laughs> I, I got Unstoppable Authors on my list. Outside of those, I would have to recommend the Janet Murray podcast for people that are trying to figure out, like, get their footing on the business portion. I got her content planner and I listened to her podcasts that go with it. And it's actually helped a lot get my head wrapped around and figure out what actually works for me. And there's so much useful information. You could listen to her podcast 10 times over and still pick up new things. So definitely boost that. Yeah. I'm going to um, agree with that one as well. Cause I find that I've, I've, so my, I've been writing and sort of self-publishing since 2015. And um, I've listened to a lot of podcasts around through the years about writing and marketing and all that kind of stuff. And I have found that sort of the last couple of years, I've definitely started to gravitate more towards podcasts um, that are outside of the writing sphere, but they still sort of deal with the fundamentals of business and growing audiences and stuff. Um, so like just to read off a couple of favorites of mine at the, at the minute, I've got um, uh, the impact theory with Tom Billu, in which uh, Tom Billu basically used to run uh, quest nutrition, went from basically nobody to making millions with these sort of fitness bars. And now he brings on these world-class performers onto his show, interviews them, Again, very, very similar to what you're saying about Michael David Wilson. Always these like incredibly just spot on questions. Um, I feel like John has frozen again. <laughs> I'm just going to oh, power yeah. through that one. But for people listening on the podcast, John just had a moment where he was just staring blankly into the void. <laughs> Are you back with us, John? 
I'm back. Beautiful. I don't know what I missed, but I'm back. There you go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Impact Theory with Tom Billiou. Um, Pretty Intense with Nanika Patrick, which is very, very similar. Um, uh, the Tim Ferriss Show, of course. Like just Tim Ferriss, is, he's an interesting one because some of those episodes, he'll have like a few weeks where the guests just really don't interest me. And then he'll have just like a slew of amazing, amazing people that re- really resonate with me. And he's quite, he can be quite slow in how he approaches his questions and sort of deliberates over stuff, but he's, he's very, he gets to the core of how people function and a load of the lessons there are really, really useful for like, if you're a writer, if you're a creative, if you're an engineer, like anyone that there's useful stuff in there. Um, and then I've recently come across the smart passive income podcast. I'm doing a lot of sort of um, looking at businessy stuff in the background at the minute. Um, and the last one I'll probably say six figure authors, which is, um, Lindsay Baroka, Joe Ello, and uh, Andrea Pearson. Andrea Pearson, um, and that's just fantastic. That's kind of again all of the stuff that you've come to learn from the ins and outs of everything to do with self-publishing. But I just really like the dynamic because you've got Lindsay, who's the I'm going to slap out ten thousand words a day consistently, seven days a week. Then you've got Joe, who kind of is a bit slow with his approach. He's doing a lot of stuff with Patreon. Um, he's, yeah, he, he kind of brings his works out much, much slower. And then Andrea, who's a, a full-time mum, as well as trying to manage his author business. And that kind of dynamic of the three of them just works really well to give that perspective. Because I think you can listen to those shows and you'll have two very, very similar, very successful people um, who are just kind of like saying their stuff. But it's not going to resonate with the full spectrum of, you know, what writers are. So, yeah, it kind of hits all of those those for me. Yeah, I was going to say Six Figure Author. That's Mm -hmm. kind of, aside from NLA, that's the only thing that really, over the last year, I've consistently listened to. Um, But I also um, really, really like Stark Reflections, um, Mark Mm. Leslie, the faves podcast. Um, And for businessy stuff, again, kind of outside the writing niche, I really like the Strategy Hour. Um, That's really, really good. It's all for sort of creative business owners and they do do some stuff like for um people who sell products like physical products but a lot of it is more general and it's about like marketing and digital products which you know ebooks count as um and courses and all that kind of thing and so yeah so I really like them and I also wanted to give a shout out to um Rianne as well Mm. and her author accountability podcast which is really nice to listen to it's a bit more oh, sort of yes. gentle and yeah and she's yeah. an awesome person as well so definitely she's lovely yeah. yeah um and one more just i forgot this one as well writers inc which mm. is uh jay thorne and jd barker um and that one just some of the names they're getting on that show just blow me away they, they james patterson they've had um uh matthew mcconaughey on there like they're just getting a whole yeah. what yeah yeah, yeah he, he was on like a couple of weeks ago it was nuts um but yeah, JD. I saw he came out with a book. That was weird. Yeah, I've got it on my shelf to read. So uh, yeah, I'll be interested in that one. I've got it downloaded on Audible at the moment to read as well. It looks yeah. sounds good. Cool. Yeah. So uh, you know, we're we're going our separate ways. This is <laughs> the end of the good days. How how can people keep in touch with you all and follow everything that you're working on? Let's go, Faye. I have my website. Uh just faytrask.com and for now that will be kind of it i'm on instagram and facebook i don't know 
Maybe when I get back into podcasting, I'll do Patreon or hmm. who knows? We'll see. <laughs> Sweet. Holly. So I have unstoppable authors, um, obviously. So you'll be able to keep hearing my voice you're unstoppable. every week. Yeah. Um, and my website is hbline.com. And I do also have a Patreon um, if you wanted to go deeper there. Um, and yeah, um, Instagram is my social media of choice. So I'm at hbline. And yeah, that's me. John. Yeah, I'm uh, on Twitter and Instagram at John Crinan, G-O-H-N-C-R-I-N-E-N. And uh, my website's johncrinan.com, but that that needs an overhaul, honestly. So the best place, probably my preferred choice, is Instagram. I'm always posting what music I'm listening to yeah, in my yeah. Insta yeah. stories. <laughs> Or I'm, uh, you know, showing people the results of me attacking my head with a pair of clippers. Or I'm Which he did very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I'm downing raw eggs on yeah. my Instagram yeah. story as well. Um, so that's the place to be. I don't post very much in my main, like, you know, Instagram page, but it's all happening in the stories. stories. A lot of memes there as well. So that's the best place to follow me. John's stories make my day. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, definitely the Lord of the Rings meme rabbit hole. Oh, so many Lord of the Rings memes. Yeah, yeah, so many Lord of the Rings. I've got so many memes banked as well because it's just like <laughs> unreasonable how many I post. So you got to come along and follow me on there. What's your What's your maximum limit? Do you have like a hard number or is there just like, is it just like I just, deals? Nah, I just go with my gut. I don't know. I just don't want to, you know, just hammer people <laughs> over the head with like ridiculous memes. I'm getting more adventurous with my memes as well. So they're getting kind of <laughs> <laughs> more questionable, but come over, see it, see all my adventures on my Insta story. That's the best place. Beautiful. And for everything I'm doing, that's over at danielwilcox.com, which is W-I-L-L-C-O-C-K-S. And I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wilcox Author. Um, so yeah, check out all that's going on over there. Um, for people who are current patrons, you already know the deal. The Slack is staying open. So, you know, you can stay over there. We'll still keep chatting and, you know, hit us with all that good stuff. Um, I want to say a massive thank you to, to the patrons for the last months, the last years that you've been supporting the show. You've really sort of kept the lights on and, and kept the show going. Um, I personally want to say thank you to Holly Lyme. Thank you to Faye Trask. Thank you to John Crinan. Thank you to Carl Hughes for the intro and the outro uh, music and just for being an audio wizard all around. Um, and for Persephone Jones, uh, Persephone Rose for lending their voice to the intro as well. Um, and yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything you want to kind of like add any, any last sort of sentiments or thoughts. Uh, thank you, Dan, for yeah, thanks, Dan. this Absolutely. opportunity and building this amazing community. And it's been a blast very very welcome it's been a lot of fun yeah. you did all the hard work the first like 50 episodes we just came in at the end and just you <laughs> yeah. know had glory fun and, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah to th thanks to uh, you know like you said thanks to uh, all our patrons thanks to everyone who listened to every episode mm -hmm. thank you to all our guests because you yes. you guys uh, you made it like there wouldn't be a show without them mm. and um yeah it's been it's been a blast it really has there we go. So one more time. Thank you from myself. Thank you from actually say your own thank yous. <laughs> Holly. Thank you, everybody. Faye. Thanks for listening. John. Yeah, thanks, I suppose.
Thanks. And, uh, <laughs> I will. I will just add, just as a final, because I was about to say, because um, normally we say. Uh, join us next week which obviously isn't going to happen but keep us on your podcast feeds just on the off chance that we might come together for a couple of these sort of catch-up chats just to fill you guys in on what's going on Um, no real schedule to that but you know it's something that I think we'd be excited to come on and just do and then put out on the feed so keep us there we'll be around and yeah thanks again and we will see you soon thank you to everyone who has taken the time to listen to the great writers share podcast If you want to keep in touch with Dan, head on over to www.danielwilcox.com or check out his weekly podcast with Sasha Black, The Next Level Authors Podcast. For more of Holly, visit www.hbline.com or check out The Unstoppable Authors Podcast. For more of John, visit www.johncrinnan.com or for Faye, check out www.faytrask.com And for one last time, my friends, until next time.